0: Welcome to the TechNori Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Catoon, sitting here getting slammed with wine, because that's what I like to do on a Tuesday afternoon. Uh, I'm also recording a podcast, by the way, with my friends from Weinster, who uh, have been a huge party, uh, huge party supporter for us at all of our events. The last event we just did, we had Weinster there. Everyone loved it. Uh, we've had Weinster in our house for a few years. Now it's delivered. I'll let Scott Washburn and, and Bob, co-founders, tell you more about what Weinster does and how you can get it. But I will just tell you, I will vouch for it. Uh, it sure beats the hell out of wandering through Benny's and interviewing somebody who like are interviewing, I interview everybody uh, asking someone at Benny's, like, Hey, what wine should I get? And like, it's like a, like a 19 year old kid with like zits on his face, telling me what goes well with stroganoff. I'm like, what the hell, how the hell do you know? And I don't know why I'm eating stroganoff, but the bottom line is uh, it's really nice to try a bunch of different wines. Cause I don't know what the hell I'm looking for. And so you guys provide different kinds of wines that we get to drink. With a description of what it is and sort of how it pairs and just like help me know more about what I'm doing. Uh, so I figured, why not have you come here and drink wine with me on the show? And so that's what we're doing. Uh, so Scott and Bob, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks for having us. having us.
0: So tell me, man, how is Weinster? What is Weinster? Tell tell, tell the people first what Weinster it's, is.
1: It's been going well. Um, Weinster is the best way to access small production interesting wines in America. So we work with hundreds of really great small producers um, who don't really make enough wine to have national distribution. Um, distributors aren't really able to carry those uh, their wines to every store shelf in other, other cities. Um, so we've made it really easy for you to hop on our website, um, join a wine club, order whatever wines you want. Um, we ship them right to your door. They're the type of wines that you discover when you go out to Napa Valley, Santa Barbara, Oregon, Washington, um, you love them. You fall in love with the wineries. So this the wines. just
0: saved me a trip with the wife.
1: Yeah. This and is then, more work time for me. And then you get back to Chicago and you're like, where the hell are all these wines? Yep. Um, so we really source these really interesting small wineries. We work directly with them, cutting out wholesalers and retailers. Um, so we're able to give them really strong margins on the sales that we drive for them. And for customers, it's just a really great way to find a lot of these amazing small wineries without flying out to the West Coast. Um, And we have our first showroom here in Chicago in the West Loop. Great way to come in after work with a small group, try a selection of wines, learn about what we do. Um, If you like the wines, you can purchase any of them. We ship them right to your door. And most people, like Scott here, uh, really enjoy our wine club, where we choose a selection of uh, what we think are the best wines that we're working with at member-only pricing, $0 shipping. It's it's a great way to get exposed to a lot of these interesting small wineries.
0: And they even taste good in a styrofoam cup. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep, and right now they are. Cheers to you guys
0: there for coming in. Cheers. Sips of wine in the middle of the day, you can't beat that. Mm-hmm.
1: So on tap for Weinster um, in terms of what we're doing next is in the process of opening showrooms in Boston and Denver. So we're hoping to have those open in uh, – q1 of next year and looking hard at charleston as well as another market although so let's talk a, a little a bit about one. the
0: show stuff because uh, you know like i'll be honest i was introduced to you um through we came in before the did i meet you on the show first or did i come in and then i can't remember so like dudley dudley byler and brian bylica had hosted a meetup meeting thing. It was like a private meeting or investor meeting that we had at Weinster. And I can't remember if we had you on already and I let you know that we were going or if we did that and then...
1: I think we did that and then I, and then I came on the show. I think, yeah, I think yeah. there was an
0: intro made after that because that was line, like
1: right after we opened it. Yeah, it was yep. the first
0: thing there. And at the time, like, so like there's a handful of products and, and, and services, whatever you want to call it, uh, that have been on our show that I have like personally been... In on before like we even featured it and stuff like that and this is one of them like Tavala we talk about a lot we just had Bartisan on the other day um, really novel cool things uh, Farmers Fridge is another example and I, I try to name companies that I think it's not about the food or beverage service it's not about what they're doing the you know the, the subscription or whatever the hell like that is a business model that's your choice execution on it is what we're in in for and it's like there's so few people who do the model well where i can take a, sa- a sample and we're talking years this isn't one year now that we've been like two years yeah. with you guys where i've not wasted it. well it's not true i wasted a bottle giving a couple to some assholes as christmas gifts which i regret um <laughs> and they will not get it this year but uh by and large we've drank every bottle we've kept up with it we've only paused this for like a month or whatever um so i can actually speak to how unique this was and why i thought it was cool the showroom to me in a in a city like Chicago or like you said Charleston, I think would be a great fit. Mm-hmm. Um, cities that have young, urban, business, particularly tech, free flowing rules and hours. You can have drinks, you can do things like this. I just think it's the coolest coolest shit ever because it enables me to go out and have something in the middle of the day or the afternoon that is private. I can do a little you know type of thing, but I can also let the people who I'm with try something that they would only be able to do. You know on, on a private vacation mm-hmm. something that they would they would never do this on their own ever and that to me is a great experience that is provided by a brand and then you capitalize on that experience of course uh, you're rewarding me as a customer to be able to do it but you're capitalizing on that because I bring people and mm-hmm. then you're introducing them a way to continue this experience which I, I just think overall I said to you the first time I met you I think it's a really brilliant model if executed properly and you guys clearly have done so <clears throat> yeah. yeah
2: yeah the, sh- the showroom it, it's funny where that came from so we have the best wine club product out there yeah. our portfolio speaks for itself i mean the
0: wine is almost always delicious literally
2: and the authenticity is real you know it's 120 and growing real producers they're top echelon i mean these these are wineries are uh, you know, psalms are all over these yep. they're critically acclaimed that they have the scores they're real they have the stories they're real winemakers um but we ran into this problem you know I'm not going to make any qualms that there are any lack of wine club options out there. There are sure. a lot of them. Um, and we ran into this this sort of problem of the, that they're saying things that we say, although they're not truly telling the They're not the delivering truth. it, yeah. Right, yeah, mm-hmm. like authenticity, small lot. Like, it's okay, yeah, it's small lot, but you they make piss it. piss in your
0: grape pun. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. Pun so,
0: absolutely intended. <laughs> so,
2: so, yes, and we ran into this thing. We're like, okay, we can grow this digitally because we have the best product. Yep. We offer the best wines at the best value, period. And, you know, turns out everybody else is saying the same thing on Facebook, on digital advertising. And so we were scratching our heads like, okay, we have the, the, the superior product by a lot. It's not close. And we're like, well, how do, we, how do we tell people about this? You know, two seconds isn't enough. You know, two lines of copy in an, in an ad, it's not enough. And so we came up with this lounge concept, this private wine consultation. I mean, it's like a pitch, right? You know, it, it just happens to be really cool because it's amazing wine. Um, but that allows us n- to bring people into our place, uh, our lounge, that really mimics our brand. The yep. you know the pictures on the wall or the producers that we work with, like everything there is supposed to echo the authenticity of our portfolio. Uh, we get ninety minutes to to tell people about how different we are than all that. That crap out there you can use the real words it's okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well it 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 was profound you know yeah. we right after we launched this thing you know we were running the consultations ourselves that's our office we just this we did this as a test you so know, can
0: we talk i want to talk about that a little bit because i here's the thing and and we talked about this i remember this is the very first time you were on the show mm-hmm. how i'm not gonna say it wasn't an accident but it was a little bit of a like a well, we do have to have a place to type and we also do have to have a place to store some of the wine as we figure this shit out and sample it. We might as well open the doors and let other people try it. And I remember saying this to you before. It is one of the most brilliant differentiators of all the other competitors out there. And it's not something that you can easily do because if you're sending people shit, you don't want to invite them in your office and let yeah. them drink it in front of you
2: because right. that's going to end
0: up on your shirt.
2: And if you want to tell stories, it's hard to tell stories if, if the brands were made in a boardroom or yes. if your company has one winemaker. I mean, that's
0: top- t- totally. And it's like, I look at this. And this is a very bad example because they, they just like, I don't know if they filed for bankruptcy, but they're very close. So I don't mean to use this as an example. But if you, if you follow the train of thought listeners more than you guys, you guys get it. Um, you'll see where I'm going with this. One of the biggest expenses, as you guys have decided, we're going to do digital marketing, which saves us a ton of money in the sense that it's targeted and you know it's a cost per user. And whatever your CAC is is basically where things go. Mm-hmm. But cheap branding, brand experiences become the loss. Unless you guys are hosting events, which become very difficult because you've got to get people to come in and yada, yada, yada. What ultimately you guys kind of found out was it's sort of like the mattress giant. Secret, which they might have trouble because they got they're probably money laundering going on there. I don't know what the hell is going on at, at mattress. Well, I mean, literally, like who, How the hell do they afford to have all these mattress giants in every corner? Mm. How, who's buying mattresses? Like, how often do you flip your mattress? Re- regardless, frequently. regardless, it's actually when you do the math on it, it's actually really cheap advertising for you guys to say we have X number of employees that we have to have. Regardless, we have to be able to travel around. We have to be able to do samplings. We have to, you know, test our product. But we also want to have our name out in front of people who are going to be walking by. But we don't want to pay for a restaurant or a licensing staff and like liquor license stuff and like all this crazy stuff. So the easiest way to do this would just be like to put a wine stir in every big city we operate out of. Have our hub work from there and then open it up as a customer experience for everyone who's on our thing, knowing that they're going to share the experience with their friends, allowing us to prove our our promise. Yeah,
1: I think at the end of the day, it it really is. If you go full circle, it's like a quantity over quality thing. And yes, we want to grow a lot. We want to acquire a lot of wine club members and good customers, but at the end of the day, they have to be good, loyal customers. Yeah. Um or digit- you guys
0: have to sell the company really fast.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I th- I think a lot of companies have had problems with that. Um yeah. so we think a little bit of a slower approach, um, but giving us the time to hang out with these people, build that relationship where they start their customer journey. Uh, in person and get the full experience it's just leading to really high we believe lifetime value customers very loyal customers and um and great word of mouth too like you know people leave there they sign up for the club and they don't feel like they signed up for something that they're going to regret they're really excited about it i'll be totally honest and they tell their friends
0: i was to to that point i just want to prove that point even further and this again I don't work for Weinster. I'm, I don't get a kickback. <laughs> like, there's nothing here yet. Uh no, I'm just kidding. Um, but
1: except it, for wine.
0: Yeah, except for the – well, yeah. So we I i figure great, out I'll take an a, a,
1: affiliate partnership Honestly, or an affiliate
0: partnership that just brings more wine in my house is perfectly fine. But here, this is the truth, and, and people wouldn't know this and normally wouldn't say this, but it's the honest truth. About a year ago, we were trying to do a real pivot, and I changed the business model of technology because I just didn't feel like – there's mm-hmm. going to be the, the media escape is just not a good place to be. If that's your startup you know, reconsider. Um, and so we were in a position where like I stopped taking money. I really never took any salary to begin with with technology, but like I really wasn't taking money. I was spending my own money just to keep our, our fucking lights on. Like it was mm-hmm. tough. And I had to look at all of our different things that I was spending money on. As I was getting engaged, we got a wedding. I had no, like, I'm running on red. And the Weinster subscription came through <laughs> two times in a row between whatever the thing was. And I was like, Oh man, like I think I'm gonna have to cut this or pause it or whatever. And I literally went out and found another way to carve out a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> so not that, I'm not this. kidding because and this yeah. is This is the honest, honest got truth. The reason behind it was that when you're depressed, I this is so stupid but true. When I was in commercial real estate, I used to turn. I used to flip uh, strip centers, and I it happened during the recession, and so everyone in my place got destroyed. But I was like, oh, this is awesome. There's nuisance properties all over the place. Like if you know what you're doing, you can flip them, right? So like where is the money gonna be? Where does cold hard cash come from? Alcohol, tobacco, cheap shit, stuff like that. I'm just gonna fill up all my tenants with like alcohol and tobacco because I know that when you're in a hard time and you're depressed, you drink. So I'm like, the, the last thing that I can cut off is my supply. <laughs> this actually was the most efficient, cheapest way for me to continue my supply. So I didn't cancel you guys because I, I wanted to stay on it. But I also knew that, like, I'm not cutting booze out. Like, that's crazy. Right. So there, there's your validation. I mean, it, you guys have built a brand loyalty to where I, I actually had to make a considered thought to cut it. I cut a whole lot of stuff, and you guys weren't one of them.
2: Yeah. yeah. And, and you had the opportunity to get into the lounge. So we want, Yeah, we almost don't even want people to sign up unless they've been through that 90 minute consultation at this point. It would help. Yeah. It's just, it, it's, it's truly profound. And you, you brought it up earlier that we have this opportunity to prove ourselves and that's exactly right. Yeah, And we could sit next to any competitor in, in, in any you then should start you, inviting the competitors in. I mean, they the couldn't – it would be really – it's really hard to sell something that you don't believe in. It's Can really hard a to – we show at Weinster where <laughs> we invite yeah. a bunch of your competitors <laughs> in as
0: guests for something and then you guys just kick the shit out of them bring, bring right it on. on the show? I think that would be hilarious.
2: <laughs> right, it would be done. like
0: the next live show is wi- live from Weinster on Randolph featuring every asshole that has a <laughs> right. subscription just like sampling their stuff. It's just like, mm, cooking wine, delicious. Right.
2: <laughs> right. Oh, my God. And And so – it truly does. It allows us to prove ourselves and the impact has been amazing. Like we, you know, it's our office. We built the front out like a wine bar. Obviously it's just yeah. cool, but it also, there was a reason for it. Um, and when people leave these 90 minute consultations, so many of them, I swear to God, their eyeballs are like lit up because they have opened their eyes to the true world of real craft wine. So, it's so an
0: interesting thing here to, to get into the, we only have a couple minutes, but like to get into the business side of this, Um, That I think is is fascinating is one, uh, like any really good premium quality product, um, just like if you buy a Porsche or something, they always recommend and they invite you to be like part of the Porsche club and to drive around the track because unless you've actually been able to experience the machine at its full potential, you're really not understanding why you're a Porsche driver. Wine is like that. Cigars is like that. Mm-hmm. If you're going to buy a premium, like a, I'm a Davidoff guy. If I'm going to smoke a premium Davidoff, I want to know why I'm smoking this one versus this one versus this one. Otherwise, $30 down the drain. If I'm drinking the wine, you guys need, and this is the differentiator between you and the garbage, need to be able to show those people the opportunity of like, this is why we paired you with this. Give, it gives the report you send meaning and value. And I think mm-hmm. that's a big part of this. And so then the other part that is interesting, and I don't know the answer to this from you guys, is... And if so, maybe this is my contribution. Um, When you look at the companies that are the companies, shit, the people who come in to to test the wine, is there a way for you to... uh, Master that supply chain even better by getting feedback and information, and identifying who lights up with what, and be able to track these. I, I, I've noticed, and I mentioned some of the names of companies like Tavala and Farmers Fridge here. The reasons that they've garnered such raises is not because of the novel idea of food food for service sent to you. That's not the interesting part. What's interesting is their supply chain is masterful. They know exactly what you're going to order and when you're going to get it and how and what quantities and so on. Is there a way for you guys to even use this as sort of like a test ground?
1: You know, I don't know about the... Exactly the in-person experience. Although I think there are some things we could do there. The cool thing is that we do loop in tech with the in-person experience. Yeah, tell us a little bit about that. So this. after you receive your shipment, you are prompted to you can rate your wines. Um, I don't know if you've done that yet, but we need, to do, got, need to do a better job that. of doing that. I haven't that. gotten into that yet. Yeah. So we we really do want to build it out to be something where you know you receive a club shipment, you rate the wines are uh, over time. We is do there a have, way to
0: put a point system in? So like if I rate. And, like, after every whatever number of them, like, I get a free bottle with whatever or, or free like a free 12th package or something. I think
1: there's some loyalty program things we can do to to improve what we have. But um, in terms of, like, really identifying the type of wines that people are loving and not as much, um, I think there are some feedback loops that we can do a, a much better job with, both in person. In person, we do a lot of it qualitatively. Yep. We have our wine consultants, our general manager in there, um, literally hanging out with these groups for Every single wine that they're drinking kind of. Yep. Um, so you get feedback right on the spot. And I think we do we get kind of the end of the month and we're like, okay, these couple wines were like Killers. really, really yep. well received. And-,
2: and and so we just moved our wine club over to being run by an algorithm a few months ago. Yep. Like actually an algorithm. It's it's stage one, but it's doing everything that we were doing to make these shipments incredible and it's actually doing a better job. Um But the first challenge for us- Better living through AI. Yeah. And that'll eventually move to actually being responsive. So you rate this, you rate this, you rate this. Your club shipments are going to be driven by those choices. Those ratings, I'm sorry. Um, Our first challenge though, and it's something we're still battling at, um, was to, you know, we started, it's a two-sided marketplace. So we don't buy the wine and resell it. We actually have to get these producers to be on our e-commerce platform. And to go from zero to one there, early on, I mean, yeah. we were like out there with an iPad at going to tasting rooms in Napa Valley, and people are like, "What are you doing here?" Now we have <laughs> over Sign 100 of a hundred great entrepreneurs. <laughs> it people, was, if it was people are going to ask you what the hell you're doing here, <laughs> right. you're a loser. You're not. You're I not, kid, not getting I kid it you done. Not, It's like I don't know. Like, and we pretty much here.
1: didn't know what we were doing at that but, point. But
2: now we really Pushed truly through. have was drinking wine, the best portfolio out there i mean i put us against like the best bottle shops in the country 120 producers strong Um, we're turning away 80 percent of producers that are coming to us Uh, that number is just going to keep growing we're handpicking the best of the best the cutting edge the most interesting from uh, oregon washington california that was the first thing and now to plug in this algorithm that'll give people exactly their tastes and their preferences i mean it's
1: just really powerful
0: when are you guys going international when am i getting that italy wine here
1: Legal reasons, no time soon. Uh, the way we operate, um, I'll, I'll all fly the imported in with box wine and rot,
0: like, taped around my belly like money from Wolf of <laughs> it, Wall Street.
1: We might Just be able to give you the look on that front. Good old yeah. fashioned
2: bootlegging. So here's the reason we can't um, wine to the consumer can only go through one of two channels in the U S direct to consumer, which is a new thing that we got out ahead of yep. um, something like 45 States allowed direct to consumer winery, direct to consumer shipment. So not so the, yeah, retailer, that's,
0: this is the secret you guys are sending it from the winery, right? So We're just a virtual distributor, yep. if yep. you will.
2: So winery direct to consumer or the three tier system, the three tier system was put in place after the repeal of prohibition, in yeah. 1933 works really well. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. In any case, that, Mandates that wine has to go from supplier to wholesaler to retailer and only that way, and then a retailer can sell to a consumer legally. Imported wine, there's no direct consumer channel for it, it has to go importer to wholesaler
1: to retailer. So it's we can't go we importer can't
0: Scott belly to winester to you, there you <laughs> go.
1: Like but quite honestly. America's come a long way now, and uh, and we think California, Oregon, no, Washington it's, wines it's all, it's all good. stand I'm just, up. I'm teasing. With,
0: I think it's delicious. No, wine. for
1: us we call that local. We're a Chicago yeah. company, but like we support American wineries, and uh, and there's thousands of cool ones now. So for now we have a long way to go. Keep working with more of those guys. Very cool. Someday we might get. We'll get there.
0: Someday we'll get there. I appreciate you guys taking the time. I appreciate the wine. Um, where do people go to learn more about wines or to subscribe and get on all that jazz?
1: So it's spelled weird W I N E S T Y R.com. You can learn all about our, our wine club. Um, visit us in the West loop. It's six forty eight West Randolph street. If you're in Chicago, it's awesome. Come with a small group after work. Um, and I have to mention our gifting and corporate gifting services. Since we're coming up on the holidays, we work with, uh, Companies of all sizes, Fortune 100 to small teams to make it really, really easy to send impressive uh, premium wine gifts. So get a nice personalized note in there. A couple great bottles of wine from interesting wineries that your client has never heard of and who's going to love. I
0: think think I'll have to do that this year instead of giving away my own home stock. (laughs) That was (laughs) probably not the most uh, intelligent thing to do. Anyway, uh, I appreciate it, guys. Uh, I appreciate the wine. I appreciate uh, the services you guys do. It's all great and uh, hopefully you guys come back in here and let me know when you guys have more showrooms open and where so that I know where to do my travel schedule. (laughs) We will. Free drinking across America. (laughs) Excellent. Thanks, Scott. Of course, anytime. You can catch this episode and more at technor.com. Please download, subscribe to the podcast on Spotify. You can get it anywhere, Google Play, Apple, Stitcher, wherever the hell you listen to stuff. But I'm a Spotify guy, so go for it. Um, And of course, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, everywhere that you play and scroll away, uh, you can follow us at Technori or you can put all your complaints to me at Katoon. Boom, that's a wrap.